soul podcast um we are eclectic soul because we are two eclectic souls walking together throughout life our own paths but yet supporting each other along our way (laughs) so today what do we have for you hmm well today we are going to talk a little bit about numerology which will be from me and then jen is going to talk about laman or laraman Laraman. Mm -hmm. and she'll do a reading and talk about how it's done and everything. So she'll, she's the second half of the podcast. So I'm going to be the first half. But we would like to hope that all of you are doing very well and not going too stir crazy, finding things to do. Um, we have our podcast list of music on my um, Spotify. Spotify. And I created it from the songs that people played along with us. I added those. I added our songs that we talked about in the two podcasts. So we have this list created. I made it public and I made it collaborative. So if you follow Jen and you listen to our podcast, or if you follow me and you listen to our podcast, and you want to collaborate on our list, please do so. We would appreciate that. And we're looking forward to see what people might add. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, your go-to song to have motivation, inspiration, um, whether you're upset, happy, sad, whatever it may be, whatever song you love, whatever speaks to you, please share it with us. We would enjoy it. And then maybe drop us a line at our email and let us know that you did do that. If it's public, it's it's public. public. Anyone can. Okay, so So if if somebody does a a, a keyword search for anything either in the title or in the description section mm-hmm. it will come up in the list of possible playlists okay so it's a it's a public spotify playlist right so if, if you don't follow us and you find us please drop us an email and let us know hey by the way i listened to your show um and i added some songs and this is this song means what to me or that song means this to me and then we would love that feedback we would appreciate it so and we've also um included the songs from the podcast episode before the last one yes yeah, so which the, was the song challenge one right so it has all the songs in there and going forward anytime that we mention songs or talk about songs in the podcast we will be Adding putting them. those songs on the playlist or any song that just yeah. jives with us for yeah. that day we'll throw on there like dun, 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 dun. no <laughs> no okay <laughs> I I'm can not, see it no, now. If I, if I put that on there, it will get removed. <laughs> no, you can put it on there. You can put it on there. Just don't so, sing it, because then I won't get it. Out there. <laughs> it's it's just like that song. This is a song that no. never. No. <laughs> so anyway, but um, many blessings to y'all, and welcome back to us. And I guess um, we will get started. So um, numerology. Yes, numerology. So. Numerology is based on a number system. Um, it's a way of counting. Like, you could take someone's birth date and you can figure out what their life path is. Um, but you can also take someone's name and figure out their certain traits 
that the the letter will collate with a number which would give you mm-hmm. a pattern of traits that they could possibly have. Um, some can ring very true and some can be like, nah, that's not them. Because you have to understand that numerology is just a small bit of something that can describe a person because it goes along very well with astrology. And it also goes along very well with the, um, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought, the um, uh, personality traits as well. Mm -hmm. So you could take all three of these and actually see a nice picture of a person or see what a person needs to work on or um, what they need to stay away from or help them get out of a rut. So, um, yeah, so I did my numerology project. It's just a small scale one on Jen. And I did it my way. And first I wanted to find her life path. And she's actually a one. And a one is supposed to be the leader. So your life path is one through nine. Nine is Mm -hmm. the end. And then you start over again. Okay. And one is the leader. The one is the, this is like a a new karmic Mm -hmm. life coming in. So, um, you would be a leader or you would initiate a project Mm -hmm. and you kind of initiated the podcast. (laughs) Well, from your ideas. Yeah. But that's that's, what I do. Right. Yeah. People's ideas and And things happen. Keywords. Now, some of these keywords fit her. Some of them. She may not feel like fit her, and some of them I just don't think fit her. So I only put a few on here. Um, leader, I, she can take charge because I've seen her do it. Um, someone who initiates, the initiator. So she does take initiation on a lot of things. Self-starter, she is very much a self-starting. She like she, she procrastinates once or twice, but I'm the procrastinator where she's not. <laughs> Because I'm a Virgo, she's a Gemini. She's got two, ter- two. She's got, she's got a coin. So it's either gonna be one way or the other way. <laughs> um, organizer. So yes, yes, she's been definitely organizing her office. She's very organized at work. She's very organized in her life. If you saw her schedule when she's not trapped in this house because of what's going on, she is like everywhere. And I don't know how she finds time for herself, but she just does. Um, popular. To me, she is popular. She's popular with those that love her, cherish her, and know who they can go to when they need someone to talk to. So that, to me, makes you popular. Money and status does not make you popular. So she is not selfish. She is the most unselfish person I've ever seen in my life. So I do not agree with the selfish. Egotistical. She is not egotistical. She, she has an ego, well, but she's not, she doesn't stay on her soapbox very long. She speaks her mind and then she moves on. And if you bring it back up again, she would strongly speak her mind <laughs> and moves on. But that's to me is not egotistical. That's to me is someone who has something that they're very firm about and that's just how they feel. To me, egotistical is someone who just thinks they're all that and mm-hmm. bag of chips and well if they I'm don't in barbecue chips I might I know, I know we have some too but I'm not so but you know to me you're not um, dominating we won't go down that road <laughs> actually I have something to say <laughs> I am not dominant dominating in that way 
because I know what, where your mind was going. In the gutter? Uh-huh. I'm actually the complete opposite so- of that. <laughs> I'd like to be dominated. But that's probably too much information for this podcast, so. Well, we've had tangents before, so. Sometimes you act on something because you've already thought about it before and it just mm-hmm. comes to light. Um, you always try to find improvement in your life. So you're always trying to, mm-hmm. you have good con, yeah, good concentration and single mindedly. No, I think you have many paths going on in your head, but I do know when you need to focus, you do focus, mm-hmm. but you still have, okay, I, I'm focusing on this, but I got to remember, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. And that's mm-hmm. why you keep such a detailed list. Um, you, this says in here that you possibly could have problems with patience. No, I do. I'm, I'm not patient at all. Um, you don't like to sit on the sidelines, it says. But I Depends think, on what it is. It, I yeah. I think... I, 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 I don't... I think you're quiet about that. That's where your introvert comes in. So you're quiet about it. You, you observe. And then if you feel like you need to engage, then you will engage. So I wouldn't, eh, that's a, eh, with me. Um, Do I think you're ambitious? Yes, and this shows that, and that you have leadership skills. Yes, I do believe you have leadership skills. You could work alone very well, but you are very popular among your coworkers. I think if they had a problem, they'd come to you. Um, When it comes to business, you are self-assured, and you are able to handle your own problems. Um... To me, you are original, you are brave, and you are courageous. Whether you realize that or not, I don't know, but I think you are, just by the things you do in life. Um, I do know you dislike meeting opposition. and you Who will, doesn't, though? And, right, and <laughs> you would avoid it. Now, the negative things they do have with ones is that they are never satisfied, and they want to achieve and can become impatient. Oh, well, yes, we already know you, you can be slightly impatient. Um, whether or not you're satisfied, I don't know, because that's stuff you keep to yourself. Yeah. So, but you, you could answer that I think that, that has more to do with, you're always trying to improve. So right. If you're trying to improve, you're not 100% satisfied with it. And you are puzzled by people, you can be puzzled by people who are naturally slow starters, so... I'm waiting for the day the foot hits my butt. <laughs> I, I think I agree with, I think I agree with that. I, I, I like people who things done mm-hmm. I, I don't like when people just, just talk and talk and talk about doing something and then it never <laughs> nothing ever happens with it well if you could see me in my office and after all the times so that my mom comes well, who are you yelling at and it's me yelling at my PC because <laughs> I'm trying to work on that stupid freaking website and the yeah, but you're, just but you're doing work. it though there's a difference between <laughs> trying to do something and not doing anything you know what I mean? Yeah, but I wish I could get most it's, of it posted and be done with it because well, yeah, it's driving me nuts. But you're still working on it. Yeah, you're it's a slow process. I just, I have a problem with people who are like, oh, I want to do no this. Action. I want to do this and I want to do that. But then they never actually even put one foot forward to even do anything. Yeah. So, um, uncomfortable with psycho, psychoanalysis and difficult accepting criticism. This yeah. is a negative thing. Yeah, but you, you're like that, too. I'm very oh. much like that. I think that's the mercury in us. That's yeah, where maybe. I say astrology can play in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they hate arguments, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, would rather avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um, delay taking assertive actions. 
uh, can be extremely frustrated. Um, in love, determination is to lead can desert them. Who? Determination to lead, oh, to lead, can, will can desert them. So, like, you may give up being the leader and let someone else take over. I know. I don't think that's true with you, but this is a negative trait. So this actually, I don't actually. You would think that if my karmic path was one, which is leadership, it would be the opposite, where I would want to take the lead, lead, right, and not right step down. Well, that's what I said. This is negative. This is someone oh, who's okay. not upholding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but just to show you who others are, like path ones, um, Hitler probably. Nope. <laughs> Gorbachev. Nope. Uh, Wassel. And Martin Luther King. Oh. I did not do your birth chart because it's a little harder. Okay. Um, but I did do the birthday and the gold numbers. And you were born on the 20th. Mm-hmm. And the 20th it equals a two. So you have two segments for you because a two and a 20. So the 20th is stated to be kind but anxious. Um, loving people. Dislike taking action without approval of others, which I don't see that. Good at detail work, which you are. Very musical, very artistic, which you are. And you, it says that you could possibly become pessimistic. I have my moments. Mm -hmm. I I get, it's more like I have these depressive moments, but for the most part, I'm usually pretty, I try to keep more of a positive attitude. Now for the two, cooperative and hesitant. Loving, sensitive, and intuitive, Mm -hmm. which I believe, can work with or for others. You like partnership and teamwork. Mm -hmm. Kindness is a positive trait and easily becomes discouraged or depressed. Okay. Yeah, I agree. The gold number is your birth date and the month. So I've taken um, the month you were born Mm -hmm. and the day that you were born. You know that. Mm -hmm. And which makes you a nine. Mm -hmm. Which the, that goal is to express universal love. And I think that's what we try to do with this podcast. Mm-hmm. So that fits with you. Now, I chose to do the vowel number. This is using your name. Mm-hmm. And each letter of the alphabet is either 1 through 26. And so it it's kind of gives you, it, your name gives you a face. So it's not an actual face, but it's the, the inner workings of who you are that reflects who you are. Um, your first name is your personal affairs and what you have strong influences, especially when you're alone. And um, your last name, which I used your maiden name because mm-hmm. that's what you were born with. Right. <clears throat> that... Uh, is your like your family and inherited traits so what you might have gotten from your family so you have a lot of e's in your name so the vowel e describes wanting freedom and an unrestricted lifestyle which you that that's you uh-huh. they feel that they need to communicate with others um, they are interested in new and positive ideals that you like to try everything once. Um, you're versatile and adapt instantly. I think you are basically that. Um, you change your entrance once you have experienced everything you need to know about something, so you move on to another project. 
or something you like. Um, travel always appeals you, and, and you've traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Sex is very important. You can be restless, mm-hmm. but you overindulge mm-hmm. in pleasure. Mm-hmm. And you have four of these, so it's extremely strong. <laughs> And then vowel nine, Uh which is an I. That first one was an E, the I. The I represents um, wanting to see your ideals played out in life. Mm -hmm. You feel compassion for others, which I believe. You're understanding and have a wide range of interests, which I believe. You like to travel, that agrees. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a tendency to scatter your energy over too many projects. Yes, you do. Nines are romantic and enjoy the drama of life. Life is experienced on a grand scale. Well, when I get rich, <laughs> you'll be experiencing on a grand scale. Or if we get rich, depending on what we do. So, um, I didn't even actually count how many eyes you had. I think there was only one. one or, yeah, one. Um, vowel six. Um, which is O. Wanting to help and easily accepting responsibility. They need to see justice done for a strong sense of wrong and right. Get that way? Yep. To wish to see others behave as responsible as themselves. Mm-hmm. How many people do we know that actually do not take responsibility <laughs> for their actions? You uh, must have the spell because you've like really got intense. I, I know. <laughs> I do not have this spell. <laughs> what? I, what? But I, I am not, yeah, Virginia, <laughs> oh, yeah, Sullivan, I don't have, I don't have a yeah, I don't know. Personal cl- personally connecting. Yeah. Creative ability needs to be used, but we're both Mercury. Mm-hmm. So, and right now I'm a Gemini as well. Depending on if you truly know a lot about astrology, I'm in that one little sector. Um, so you creative ability that needs to be used. You always are very creative and because you are working on a project. So yes, I would say so. However, uncomfortable with living in less than perfect conditions. They often seek perfection. We are both perfectionists. <laughs> so, if you only heard Jen and I go, I can't, I can't do no more takes. I can't because, <laughs> because we want it to be so perfect that we don't think it ever it is. And I know, I, I still tell Jen, I don't like her. I don't like my songs. They don't sound right. <laughs> Doesn't sound like me. It sounds like crap. I don't like it. You know, because she goes, that's that perfection talking. Let it go. And I was like, no, it sounds horrible. <laughs> so, and then vowel number one, which is the first vowel in the alphabet, um, or first letter, or vowel, yes, vowel. Um, wanting to take the lead, uh, you'd like to see your ideals, which is tied into your, actually, your uh, birthday, your life path. Mm-hmm. and wish to get promoted. So you want to see your ideals being used and be promoted for that. Um, you work better alone and you could enjoy self-employment. Mm-hmm. Um, original and unorthodox path is preferred. Mm-hmm. So we, you like the more bumpy path. They seek independence. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Have a sense of humor that is retained and they are usually optimistic. Um, you bounce between pessimistic and optimistic. I actually think I'm more optimistic. I think you are too. I I just have moments where I get really depressed. Right. Um, your humor is quirky. So, I I like that. It's so you. 
Um, <clears throat> you may disregard the wishes of others, depending on what the situation is. Once they make a decision, they are impatient to begin it. Mm -hmm. And they want everything their way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was the vowel part. Now I did the, op the alphabet part of your name. So J, now stop and think. This is where I say that, you know, numerology and astrology and personal traits come into play. Well, the alphabet ties in the personal traits. So J is a mental number, and that's where your leadership qualities reside in. E is a physical number. That's where the emotional, your emotional and react quickly, or if life gets boring, you want to change it. There's something you want to change because it, it's it's not good for you. You need you mm -hmm. need to keep going. N is a mental letter. I only did your first name. Um, <clears throat> pleasure is not ignored. Sensual. Mm -hmm. That's the first N. The second N, because there's a lot of different traits for each one. The second N helps with public recognition. Also a mental number. I, emotional letter. Emotional, but yet independent. F. This is where your intuitive comes in. Intuitive letter, you are you base your life on harmony, balance, friendly, and creative, which I believe. Mm -hmm. E, of course, you already have one E, physical letter. This is the second one, your love for travel. You do love to travel. Mm -hmm. R, emotional letter, a letter of power. This is a very powerful number. This is where humanitarians have a lot of R's in their name, which I had several. This is just a small scale or like half a report. And so if anyone's interested in having a full report, I don't mind doing them. Mm -hmm. um, I do have fees depending on <laughs> your name, how long it is and how long it would take me to do it because it is time consuming. Mm -hmm. um, I don't just use books, which I did bring the book that I um, got some of the information from, but I have two. But I also channel. Mm -hmm. what I'm doing and I will also if I know you personally and I know what your personal traits are I look into that and see if it works with you and if I know you personally and I know your zodiac and I if I know when you were born I'll look and see and I'll try to gear it towards more you than just a canvas saying you know well anyone born in this has this this, mm -hmm. this. So I want to be able to be more personal if I know you more enough. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm blinded by the light coming in the window here. <laughs> it's okay. No, because we need the light. And, um, but yeah, so I didn't want to give Jen's full name out, but I'm going to give Jen a copy of this later. But yeah, numerology is very, very um, interesting. Yeah, it is. And, and it's used in a lot of different ways yes it is like the birth chart i really want to tackle your birth chart um but it's like playing skookie skookie do sudoku sudoku is that japanese as well yes that's what i thought but yes it, it's based like on that you have nine squares and certain letters or numbers go in them and then the way that they're adjusted and move about on the playing field gives your birth chart which can correlate in with your astrology. See, that sounds like something that would fascinate me. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Because it's, it's very hard. tedious and hard. <laughs> <laughs>
But numerology is... I got into it when I was very young. I want to say 18. The book I got... I probably got the, my first book. And it's an old book. I think I got that when I first moved out here. I was 30 or 31. And the pages are yellow. That's how old the book is. <laughs> wow. So it's, yeah. And so I had to buy a new book. Because you have to stop and think. When books are written, they are written from that person's perspective. Right. It's a guide. It's not fact. Right. It's what someone's feeling that they're putting in, especially like self-help books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you, when you read something, it's what you take away from it and what makes you, what that feeling you and get with it. And the time period that and, it's being written in. Right. You know, because, you know, society is different. Right. You know, the way something might be viewed at one time might be bad, but now it's viewed as being right. good. So. Right. Yeah. So, but we're also having tea. Yes, we are. I'm having a spiced chai. Mm-hmm. What are you having? I, I am having peppermint. Yay. And mine's still warm. Yay. <laughs> Mine is kind of. Kind of? of. Uh-oh. That's <laughs> fine. It'll just be iced tea eventually. Mm-hmm. But peppermint's good for the digestive tract. And it's calming. Mm-hmm. I need it to wake up because <laughs> Jen sends me a text message. I stay at her house on the weekend that we do this. She said, are you awake? And I'm like, No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waking up. Well, the last up. time you got mad because I didn't. Wake I know. Today, I was like, I better at least come. I better say something. She was up before I was. I'm that one that doesn't go to bed till the sun comes up. I swear to God, I'm a vampire. No, she would still be asleep. I'm still. I, well, I probably would be, but someone woke me up. Actually, the funny thing is, is I'd probably still be asleep. Yeah, but I'm very nocturnal, and so I it 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 just. It used to be like three o'clock, which is hour for me. I would normally go to bed. I, I always was up till three. Well, now it's when the sun comes up. When the sun comes up, I'm ready to go to bed. And then I get maybe five hours, five and a half hours if I'm lucky, because it makes no difference whose house I'm at. Somebody wakes me the hell up. <laughs> but it's next okay. Time I'll no, 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 no. But and uh, I'll go about my day. But you know, I was up yesterday. In my room here. Well, in her room. <laughs> oh, in your room. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and she had been up, like, I it's was, nine. I, it's, it's nine. So she was up like an hour before me. I'm in here talking on uh, Instagram and talking on um, TikTok and bouncing over to Facebook and playing my games. It's like, okay. I even went out and I'm like, I know one's up. Brian was up, but Brian disappeared. And I'm like, God, no one's up. I, I think I'm just going to get dressed, go downstairs and eat. The hell with it. And she's like, oh, I'm up. I just took a shower. And I'm like, you could have told me. <laughs> what, so you can join me in the shower? No. So, so I could have gotten a shower after you got out. Because <laughs> I was like waiting. Because, you know, we knew we were going to go out to eat. Because yeah. we got to go to the restaurants this week. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> So we, we got a little vacay outside the house. <laughs> Restaurants opened up for us this week. Well, no, I should I say just, Monday. It's been two weeks now. Is it two yeah, weeks? Last Monday. Oh, so it's two weeks now that yeah. they've been open. So 
we've both gone out to two different restaurants. Yeah. Her and her husband went out last Saturday, yeah. and I went out last Wednesday. I went out on Sunday, too. You went out with Alex. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, nice. And then, you know, we went out yesterday, so, yeah, it's nice to go out and eat mm-hmm. and not have to be sitting at home <laughs> letting other people drive you crazy. So, yeah. Now, Jen is going to talk to us. Um, and if you have any other questions on numerology, you can drop me an email and um, I'll answer it. But Jen's going to go over Letterman. Yes. I don't know about you, but this deck looks really cool. So Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's one of my, it's one of my newer decks. It's called the Lunar Nomad Oracle, which is not an Oracle deck, by the way. It's a, it's a Lenormand deck. Isn't this the one we got yes. on the trip? So this one's always going to have a special place in my heart. Because <laughs> we got it when we went to go see Superman. Yes, in San Diego. Yes. So, yep, in, in January. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the end of January. So Lenormand or Lenormand, um, I've heard it called both ways. It's probably pronounced Lenormand because it's actually got a French origin or a German origin, depending upon, you know, which history you delve into. It's kind of a a mixture of the two. There's also some history involving uh, Marie Lenormand. I think that's how you say her name. Um, She was a famous fortune teller um, in the, I believe, the late 1700s, early 1800s. She was best known as Napoleon's personal fortune teller oh um she has a link to it but and the, and the cards are named after her but it's actually um a system that was developed before her oh um and it, the history is a little fuzzy so it's a mixture of um fortune telling during that period as well as um a, a, a game a card game called the the game of hope so it was a card game that people played Interesting. Um, and then over time, people started using it in kind of as amusement. You know, like when people had right. parties and stuff, they would use the game as a way of telling fortunes. In the ni- 1920s, what was those things that they, people would have at their houses? There were private parties? Mm. Oh, so, soirees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because they used to do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so this is even before that. Right, So like right. 1700s. right. Um, and it was believed that she used this system as well, but again, it's kind of fuzzy. It's not, you know, whenever it comes to cards, any kind of cards, we talked about tarot last time, mm-hmm. it, there's a whole bunch of different places that these things are coming from, and it all just kind of culminates into what we have today. Well, this is interesting. Um, Lenormand um, is a little bit newer in terms of uh, today, because mm-hmm. um, tarot is really popular. Right. So uh, Lenormand has been coming around a little bit more, but it's still not as you know well known as as tarot is today. Um, and I haven't actually been reading Lenormand for as long as I've been reading tarot. Um, I've probably only been reading it for about maybe six years. So it's it's not that long. And tarot, I've I've been reading since I was like sixteen, so it's been like over twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're nothing alike. Nothing at all. They are not related whatsoever. If you know tarot, you will not know how to read Lenormand or vice versa. Completely different system. Um, the difference is is that um, they're basically non-allegory. So if you remember, or if you have not listened to the previous podcast about tarot, you might want to do that um, because it talks about allegory and, and the basis of the system for tarot. 
Um, an allegory is basically where you use symbols and pictures and anything really, anything that you can come up with on the card, even maybe the numerology, and you're coming up with a double meaning or a story or something like that to find meaning in it. With Lenormand, there is no allegory. So basically it is a word. I like to compare it to a language. Hmm. Okay. So a very simple, like maybe even an alphabet if you wanted to really break it down. Okay. So it's almost like Lenormand, each card is a letter. Okay. Or a word, depending upon how you want to look at that. Right. It doesn't even really matter what the picture is on the card. Now, if, if you're a, a psychic or you're intuitive and you want to use that, that's fine, but it's not ingrained in the system. It's, it's not needed. Um, and because each card is one word, as long as the picture is of the word, that's, that's all that's required. And that's pretty much what the system is. And now they have pictures, they have words on them. Do they also have numbers on them? They do. Um, the numbers are actually uh, related to the, basically the position. So like one to, you know, 30. Let's say if there's 30 cards, it'd be mm -hmm. one to 30. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there really isn't a standard set. Um, 36, I believe, is supposedly the original standard. But uh, over the years, people have been creating decks where they add extra cards. So you can have more than 36 cards now. So there's not like a set number. Mm. But 36 is usually like the minimum. You will have 36. Um, and it, it's the number is just like, is this card two or is it card 36 or whatever? So that's all that the number means. Back in the day when it was first created, um, when they used to use it as a game, like mm -hmm. a card game, mm -hmm. they didn't use Lenormand decks. So it wasn't like a word and then a picture. Okay. It was playing cards. Oh, okay. So that's where I have a book on that. Oh. You can actually get decks that are made in the traditional style. Mm -hmm. So it basically ha takes the playing cards, and mm -hmm. they don't you don't use every single playing card. It's just certain ones. Oh. So there's Lenormand decks that just mm -hmm. have the certain cards from a playing card deck, mm -hmm. and they put. So it's it's an actual playing card, mm -hmm. but then they put the 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 name like the word mm -hmm. and the picture also on it. Oh, So you cool. have like the playing card and the Lenormand card and number. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. So that's so, so if you want like a traditional one, then that that's what I would go with. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It'd be nice to have one for my mm -hmm. collection. And if you're really, really good at reading Lenormand, um, and you know about what associations go with which cards, you don't even need a Lenormand deck. You can just use a playing card deck. See, and I think that's why I got the book. And I got the book probably, oh my God, mm, 2012 maybe? And it's a thick book, mm -hmm. but it's use it's reading from a, a deck of cards type deal, mm -hmm. and I, I haven't opened it to read it yet. So because I buy books that I want to read, and I don't end up get to them just yet because I have all these little projects. <laughs> so going kind of back to what we were talking about with you and me and the numerology, right? And how people are they learn different, or some certain things are going to be harder for other people and easy for other people. Mm -hmm. Um. When talking about Lenormand and then comparing it to other things like Oracle or to Tarot, mm -hmm. it's you're treating it very, very differently. So I, I'm not going to say whether it's difficult or hard because, again, it really depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. But if you do not like complexity, I do not recommend Lenormand. It is a very, very complex way of reading. It's more complex than Tarot. Um, so out of the three, Oracle would be the easiest and then Tarot and then Lenormand. Okay. 
Okay. And the reason for that is you need a lot of cards in order to get a really good reading. Okay. Um, you can do a one card readings. I don't recommend it because again, it is just a word right. and that's really vague. Okay. Three card readings are usually the minimum. And even then you're getting very, very limited information. It's not very specific. So unless you really have a very specific question, it's not really going to do anything for you. You really have to pull at least nine cards minimum to get anything out of it. Okay. And because you are laying out words, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like you're having to translate a foreign language in a way when you read them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it is very complex. You can't just lay it out and go, this card means this, and this card means this, and this card means this, and this is my reading. It's, this card is, how is this card related to this card and this card is related to this card and then this number keeps showing up and this is this and it's very pattern oriented. Okay. All the cards interact with all of the other cards and depending upon where it is positioned mm -hmm. and how it's related to another card mm -hmm. completely changes the meaning. So usually when I do readings, if they're really, really lengthy, I will actually have a notebook that I pull out. And I have to write all of the patterns down because you can't, you just can't look at it. And I mean, unless you have a photographic memory, you can't just look at it and remember all of the patterns. Um, a full uh, Leonard Mann reading is a total of 36 cards. It's called a grand tableau. Mm -hmm. And when you lay out 36 cards, right, that's massive. Yeah, you're not going to remember what you said 20 minutes ago. You know, it's just not going to happen. Right. So you have to continually keep making notes, writing down what you've discovered. Um, and then there's also another layer on top of it, which is called houses. And houses are the placements. Mm -hmm. So you put, basically you're putting down a card in a sense on top of another card almost. So you're having like a double layer of meaning. Oh, okay. okay. Now I'm not going to be doing houses today because it's just, that's just really complex. Okay. But just throwing that out there so that everybody knows that that is a part of reading Lenormand mm -hmm. is that the houses are the placement mm -hmm. and the placement is related to a card. So it's kind of like you're having a card on top of a card. Okay. And so then you're reading that as well as all the other cards around it. Oh, yeah, okay. it is very complex. <laughs> okay. So, so with, with tarot and even Oracle, you can put a spread out, which would be like, you know, a past life spread, which is what I did the tarot, the tarot one. Or, right. You know, what's my life path or, you know, relationship spread. Right. With Lenormand, it's it, it because it's literally the same thing. It's either you're going to lay out 36 cards in rows or you're going to lay out nine cards in rows. It's, 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 it's the same thing depending upon how many cards you're laying out. There's no spreads. Okay. Okay. So we so, just have to have a question and that is it. There are a couple of different ways that we, that you can start a Lenormand reading. Mm -hmm. And that is by whether or not you want to use a significator. Okay. A significator basically is you're stating the central focus of the reading. Okay. Because remember there are no spreads. Okay. Right. So if I was doing a reading on a child, like you were asking a question about your, your son or something like that. Right. right. I would find the child card in the reading. Okay. Because he's your child and you would put the child card in the middle of the reading and then you lay the cards around the child them being the focus. Okay. Another way you can do it is to use it as a themed significator. So if you're doing a relationship reading, you would put the love or heart card in the middle mm -hmm. and then build the cards around it. Or you can just randomly put the cards out and see what shows up in the middle of the reading. Okay. 
So that's how you use a significator. What what would you like me to do on this? Because There's I pulled the I pulled the man card out, but we could put the man, or we could put the heart card, or we could put something else, or we could just leave it up for randomness. Mm. I don't know. I think maybe randomness, but but then again, a part of me says put that person in the middle and go around, but but I want to see what the universe has to say. So you want to do you want to do it random? Yeah. It's gonna take me a little bit to shuffle these because they're huge, and I'm gonna shuffle them on my lap. These are really big letter mom cards. Yes, they are. If you're doing a grand tableau reading, you need to use a different deck. You're going to have to get a deck with really small cards because they, they don't fit. Unless you have a massive table. But then again, it's really hard to see all 36 cards in front of you. So You would only use a really big deck if you're doing like a nine card spread or less. Uh, and that's what we're doing today. We're doing a nine card spread. Yep. With no houses because I'm going to try to keep this quick. Simple. Yeah. Because Leonard Mon readings can take a really long time. In fact, when I have clients, um, I will typically tell them that I'm gonna, it's going to take me a week to do it. Um, only because, like I said, I take notes. Right. It's time consuming. Yeah. And you put energy in it when you're doing it, too, because you're not just seeing what's laid before you visually. You have to feel what's coming across. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it has to resonate with you mm -hmm. so you get so you probably channel too when you're yeah and then because i when i do readings i i type up my readings so i do the same thing mm -hmm. so i and, and you have to explain it in a way that's going to make sense and it's very difficult to explain a reading to someone who doesn't have a clue as to what you're talking about exactly i mean you're trying to write all these words down and say that this card is related to that and it means this and you know, it, it, it gets kind of long and complicated. It's a good way of looking back. Right. And I like doing it for the client, but also for myself, because if a client comes back, you know, three months from the, the last time we did a reading. Right. And I do this with tarot, too. Right. Um, I can look at the reading and go, okay, this is what this is what was happening here. Yes. How is this related to this reading? Right. You know, so. And you can see a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a way of keeping record. Of that's what I on. that's that's why I do it. And you have the picture. <laughs> We're <and>, so Mercury. <laughs> okay, so now now that I'm shuffling, I gotta focus on the question. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, let me take a picture of this. Yes. Since the listeners and can't then, see what's Right, and then on. we're also going to take, a, 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 like a, like I did, pictures of that, because this is a really pretty deck. Yeah. It's kind of like Victorian in a way. It's um, kind of like mixing like Victorian pictures with like random and we do have a youtube channel and we do have videos of unboxing of this on there as well i think or it will be because we don't throw them out right away this is so cool and again i'm just going to remind everybody that Lenormand is kind of complicated so it's not like i can just like with tarot i can be like this card means this immediately and we can just discuss it okay right because i'm literally gonna have to think this thing through because it's like a, it's like solving a mathematical puzzle right okay i have to see how all the cards are related to one another because we've got row three rows of three mm -hmm. going you have gotten going across mm -hmm. and you also have them going down and you have to read them in all directions right. and you also have to read them like chess 
like corners and like the center card mm-hmm. is the sports right. card. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and also there's a past, present, future as well. So mm-hmm. the lines going this way are past, present, future. Mm-hmm. And then the lines going this way are general reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how, which way do you want me to read it first? Um, we'll just go across this way first. Okay. I'll point out that the middle card is the heart card, and we left the significator up to the universe just to see what would happen. But you can put, like, a significator in the middle to right. kind of be like, this is what I want my reading to be about. But we just kind of, like, let the universe go, you pick, and see. we'll see what happens. Right. And so we did get the heart card, and the heart card is the love and relationship card. So that means that this reading is about a love or relationship. Yeah, but there's bees there. Yeah, but that's like the birds and the bees. Yeah. That's love. Bird, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above and a thing about love. Go ahead. Okay. So we're going this way or this way? Um, This way? Yeah, we'll go this way. Okay. So the first sentence, and remember, Lettermond is just words. Okay. Right. So you've got woman, letter, son. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you read it like a sentence is right. how you read Leonard Mont. Okay, so the woman is receiving receiving a correspondence, or she has so, or she has received a correspondence. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we are re- when we read it from this direction, it could be general. Right. Okay, we're not reading it in past, present, future. Right and that now. is reading left to right. Mm-hmm. Left to right. So the woman's received a correspondence more than likely already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Or maybe she's the one writing the correspondence, okay? Okay. But there's a woman with a correspondence. Mm -hmm. And the correspondence is illuminating or is very knowledgeable or is is basically like revealing something. Okay. okay? Because the sun card is about illumination or something being brought to your attention or brought to light. Well, in in astrology, it's illuminating. It's Mm -hmm. one of the two. Right. And I have to point out because... In tarot, there's a sun and moon card as well, and people get them confused mm-hmm. because the sun card is like happiness and success and optimism in tarot. Okay, mm-hmm. with Lenormand, it's not. Okay, so because they have other cards that are related to happiness and success right. and that, so the sun is more of like what's, you know, what's out there. Like the sun is shining on something, and you can see it for what it is. Okay. So it's shining its light on something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this first sentence right here. That's what it's saying. It's saying the woman and this correspondence, we don't know exactly how she's related to this correspondence. Either she's receiving the correspondence or she's writing it. And when I say correspondence, I, I use that word because in today's modern age, it's it could be social media, e- text, email. Yeah. even a physical letter. It could even be a bill, depending upon, obviously it's a relationship reading. I don't think that's what it is. Right. But I just use that word in general. It's called the letter because when this was designed, they didn't have all of that yet. <laughs> but it can be a letter. But more than likely, this is probably some sort of a digital form of correspondence because of just today's age. You know. Um, so that's what it's saying. The woman is either receiving or is putting out the correspondence, or maybe it's a chat of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's either learning something or somebody or somebody who she's communicating with, they're learning that's- something. Okay. There's something to reveal, or right. she's revealing something, whatever. Okay. Okay, so that's this first line. Second line is the man, mm-hmm. the heart, and the pathways. Mm-hmm. I just like your, I just want to look at your expressions. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So the man, so it means that there's a man mm-hmm. who is in love, mm-hmm. um, or you could say in a relationship or has feelings, mm-hmm. um, and there's
there's a choice that has to be made about this particular love or relationship feelings. Mm -hmm. That is what that line says. This line across, mm -hmm. bouquet, mm -hmm. umbrella, and I'm actually going to have to look that up because that's a new card, isn't that? Long? Right. So, bouquet, umbrella, and rider. There's a couple of different ways you can look at this. Bouquet is beauty, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it can also be a receiving, okay, of something, like a gift maybe, or um, it, 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 it depends on how you look at it. So, I'm not, I'm skipping ahead because I'm used to doing readings for myself, so I'm not going to say that yet. Mm -hmm. All right, but usually what it means is something beautiful or something happy or good has been given as a gift. Okay. So like the, that's why it's bouquet because it's flowers. Mm -hmm. So somebody is receiving something from someone that's really good, either beautiful or good, or mm -hmm. or it could physically be a gift. Right. Okay. Um, I guess if you're using the the, the umbrella. Right. Symbol symbology, um, you know, if you're getting rained on, there's a lot of stress and anxiety and negativity. The umbrella is kind of protecting you. Up. So it's saying that, yeah, there's all this shit going on around you, but... It's okay. It's okay. It's a storm's going to pass. You're protected and you'll get over this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then you've got the writer, um, which is about news. Mm -hmm. So the writer brings news. So the way that you would read this line is, is that... Someone received something, a gift perhaps, um, and maybe it was during a time of this downpour, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe it was something that helped them get through. Maybe it was the umbrella that helped get through, um, and it, was, it, it brought information or brought news with it. Or maybe the news was the umbrella. You can. That's how you would read that line. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. And then we're going to read them going down this way. Okay. Okay. So you have woman and man mm -hmm. and the bouquet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the woman and man are together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which means that in, when you're reading Leonard Maughan, especially in large readings, it means that the two of them are in a relationship together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because they're together in the reading. Mm -hmm. um, and because you have the heart as the significator. So they're in a relationship together, and the man is the one that's um, probably giving the bouquet. But the other way that you can look at it is that he's attractive. Now this is the <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there because that's a way that you could read it as well. Okay. So usually when you have a, a man or a woman or a child card, mm -hmm. and you have the bouquet next to it, it actually means that the person is very attractive. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and that actually happens with a couple of other things. Like if you have the man, let's say, in the ship, mm -hmm. that could mean that the person is from another country. Oh. As well. So. Okay. It could have double meanings. All right. Um, but I think in this situation, I think it's both, but anyway. Um, so it's, it's specifically, this line is specifically talking, it's pointing this card out. It's saying this relationship, there's something special about, they had a gift between them or something was given to one and the other mm -hmm. that's what this line is and this has already happened because this is past present future okay okay so this is talking about something that was given in the past mm -hmm. then you have the letter mm -hmm. the heart and the umbrella so you have the correspondence right mm -hmm. so email social media an actual letter um about the relationship or maybe it was a love letter mm -hmm. um 
and this particular correspondence was talking about getting through something very difficult. Okay. Uh, you have the sun, the pathways, and the rider. And oh, this is current, by the way. I forgot to mention that. that is so current. this is something that's currently going on right now. Is there having there's some sort of communication via correspondence about love and relationships and getting through something very difficult. Okay. Okay. Um, sun pathways and rider is future. So the illumination or something that's being revealed, you could even say truth or whatever, um, is assisting or helping with a choice. So whatever information is coming out, it, it's like it's, it's illuminating it so that they can make a choice or a choice can be made. Um, and I don't know, it has something to do with the news. So. The writer has to do with somebody coming and, and making an announcement or new. It's basically like new news. But, and, and you can look at it either through like turning on a TV and le learning something like that mm -hmm. or somebody telling you something like, I'm pregnant or something like that. So mm -hmm. the writer is an arrival of news. Okay. Okay. So, and this is all in the future. So this stuff hasn't happened yet. Mm. So based on what we've learned so far we know that a choice has to be made but it hasn't happened yet right because you have the pathways card in the future area mm -hmm. um, and we know that more information has to come to light well this line could mean that she is enlightened mm-hmm Mm. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Now, I didn't, like I said, I didn't do houses. Right. If I did the houses, what you would do is you would look up, you would lift the card and you would see what card placement was underneath it. Mm -hmm. And that would tell you more information about. We could do that later. So, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. The other thing that you want to do, there's a couple of things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, you can look at the corners, and you can also do something called knighting. Mm -hmm. So I'll start with the knighting first. Knighting is... Down one over two? Mm -hmm. Okay. So each card, and when you do a nine card spread, you can only get so many positions out of it. When you do a 36 card spread, you get a lot of different knighting right. choices. So basically when you knight, it means that there's cards that are not touching that are related to each other. Okay. Okay. So for example, and, and usually you knight when you have questions about a particular card. So after you've gone through and you've done your generic going through and looking at general patterns, you go, okay, what more information do I have about what I just said? Okay. Okay. So because you're here and mm -hmm. we're going to pretend like you're like the person I'm doing the reading for, even mm -hmm. though that's not the case. Right. What questions do you have that you want more clarity about? And we can see if we can knight those cards. Mm. Where does this woman see herself? So what do you mean? Like mm. we can you mean you want to know what what yeah. what what cards are Knight linked it. to her? Yeah. So so you go down two and over one. One, right? Okay. okay. So this card is knighted to her. 
Okay. So that means that she is the one that is having the issue, basically. Oh. Okay. So she would be the one that would, would need the umbrella. Okay. So she's going through some difficult situation where... And because of the, the, what we learned about the umbrella, it, it means that it's a temporary thing. Right. Um, but she's the one that would be the kind of like the guy with the umbrella. Like, right. You know, she's under the umbrella. Right. Okay. The other card that's linked to her is Pathways. Right. Okay. And that means that she has to make a choice that's related because these two cards are united to her. Uh-huh. She has to make a choice about... Her difficulty that she's going through. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Next. Well, you want me to do one too? Yes. Um, so he, he has, because he's in the middle, he's not going to have, he only has one card. Right. Which is this card here. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's learned something or something has come to light that he didn't know before. That's what this card means. Oh. She's not connected with this card, but it is on this line here. Mm-hmm. She is the one that is doing the illuminating, and he is the one who's being illuminated. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 That would explain his behavior on that day. Any other cards that we want some knighting? Um, I'm curious about the gift. The bouquet? bouquet? Yeah. Okay, so... Two. Pathways. Mm-hmm. So, what was given or exchanged in the past has something to do with the decision that has to be made. Mm. That I'm not sure what that's yeah, about. Me either. Okay, what else readings could you get out of this? I know that in there. Okay. Well, hold on. I haven't gone it this way. Okay. Two, and then letter. Mm. So, they've been talking about the the gift or whatever that they re- they received okay. either one gave somebody somebody something or the other person gave somebody something mm-hmm. they have been talking about it there's been a discussion or something about it okay and there's something hasn't been decided about it yet oh. and it, it because this pathways card is in the over here right it this reading is very up in the air meaning that there is no resolution is there anything else before you were going to go into Whatever. You were going to say something. Uh, well, I, I was... Doesn't this card get... Okay, so yeah. Well, this card's the significator. Right. So the cards touching it are basically what's the... what What is closest to the actual issue or whatever the reading is. Okay. So remember, the heart is, is relationships and love, right? Right. So the actual issue going on mm-hmm. is affecting him the most. Because he's actually physically touching, touching. He's next to it. Okay. Um, and their communications are all about this. Okay. Okay. And the decision is all about this. So this is still, like I said, this is still up in the air because you've got this t- these cards here. Right. And they're having, and the relationship is having issues. This what because it's touching. Right. So the hard time that they're going through is in relation to the relationship or Aww. love. Mm. The corner cards are the woman, and the corner cards are what is controlling the situation or who has the most power. Right. Because if you remember in tarot, 
the four in numerology, mm -hmm. which I'm a four, is about stability, but also of containment, mm -hmm. right? It's it's black and white, right? It's mm -hmm. not necessarily negative or positive, but it's what's containing the reading, okay? So it's what is going to be creating the most stability and who has the most control, right? So she has the most control over the situation because she's in the corner. Mm -hmm. And whatever has been revealed or the knowledge that has been shown or the truth that's been said is what's controlling what's going on here. Mm -hmm. um, this thing about, I mean, I have no fucking clue what this is. It could be. Um, th this has something to do with it as well. And the bouquet, the gift that was exchanged or whatever. And then the news that's going to come. Now this is in the future. So that means that this has not happened yet. Right. So something is going to be announced they're going to receive some sort of news. Mm -hmm. And that's also going to be controlling the situation and outcome and the choice that they make. That is a uh, Nimrod reading. Wow. Very interesting. Pretty cards. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But anyway, so if anybody wants a Lennermon reading, you know where to find me. Yep. You can send us an email. Look her up on our on her IG. So I'm gonna probably take pictures of um her whole deck so we can like we'll spread it out like I I did with mine, you'll see, and then the book cover and everything. That way you could see this deck and have any questions, email us or contact her music in mystery mm -hmm. she's on instagram you'll get all the details at the end um but uh yeah very interesting very uh illuminating and then if you want to leave us any messages you know where to find us on our instagram accounts or our email mm -hmm. and um yeah we'll go from there um but yeah thank you everyone for joining us and yeah uh, this is this has been actually really fun. Yeah, I, the card reading was really cool. Yeah, card readings are really interesting. I yeah, think they're fun. A little draining, but they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but from us to you, stay blessed, stay positive, uh, stay motivated. Don't let being locked indoors get you down. If you are entitled to go outside of your house or been given permission to go out and maybe socialize in public, like go eat at a restaurant or something, please be cautious. You know, protect yourself, stay healthy, drink plenty of water, eat properly, and um, until next time, we'll talk to you then. Many blessings, and blessed be. Bye, everybody. Bye. And if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is eclecticsoulpodcast. Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is Eclectic Soul. And our website is eclecticsoul.org. Jen? If you want to reach me, my personal website is musicandmystery.com. My SoundCloud is the SoundCloud page, the soundcloud.com slash Jennifer Dash Feltman. My Facebook is at Music and Mystery, and my Instagram is at Music and Mystery. And if you would like to reach me personally, 
My Facebook is at just call me Jin Jin. My Instagram is at call me Jin Jin or look for goddess. And my Twitter is at Jin Sullivan. Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.